Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. The Sixers slapped the net silly. But we wake up this Monday feeling the Mondays and Noah Vonley is coming on in. Let's talk about Noah. Boogie boogie, New York cities. It is I at Eve Darboos. Gonna be your uh, your conductor <laughs> as we get on this thing that we call the front office podcast. My guy Sam is off. Uh, you know he's trying to be a lawyer, but uh, I'm trying to. You know, do my podcast thing. So you know, I, I'm not gonna impede my partner as he uh, goes forth on this his endeavors to to become a uh, an advocate for the people, uh, or a corporate lawyer that just makes ungodly amounts of money. I salute Sam. I salute. I salute my partner. <laughs> Nonetheless. We've got some things to talk about. No pod after the last game. The last game just basically made me feel like, you know, what are we doing right now? The obvious is obvious. You know, nobody's not, you know, being realistic in terms of understanding that the supporting cast of the Nets add nothing to fixing their problems. The additions, Norvell Pell, kid from the islands. I want to say St. Croix or Lucia Martin. One of them. (laughs) Was it Aruba? I don't know. He, unlike Tim Duncan, who found basketball, you know, when he was a little older, picking it up, I, I think around 12, 13, he was a swimmer. He was over training, you know, to be a professional, an Olympic athlete. And they discovered this kid, Tim Duncan, was nice. Norvell Pell is a freakish athlete. He's tall, he's got long arms, he can do his thing, but you could tell he doesn't know much about basketball. Um... His basketball instincts leave much to be desired. And um, I look at it like, you know, you could use him, but in very specific moments. Like, he's he'll run the floor, he'll run and jump and dunk, and we haven't seen him enough. He hasn't settled. He's been hyped, you know, to be getting another shot at the NBA. I get all that. So we're going to give Norvell Pell time. But today, we... we 
we want to talk about the guy we signed in Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley is a guy that I've been looking at for years. Uh, shout out to my guy on Twitter, Junebug. He's the homie. And uh, <laughs> he's been saying, you know, Vonley would be all right for us. And I, I've, I've always was like, yeah, you know what? Vonley would be good. Vonley would be better than everything that we have right now. That, that always was my response. I always was like, yep, Vonley wouldn't be a bad signing. Why not pick up Vonley? Sean Marks was a question that I pondered um, uh, many times. And you want to know, it's the funny thing about Vonley. The funny thing about Vonley is I, I kind of was cool on Vonley because my son went to met Noah Vonley in basketball camp and had a huge impression on him. Like, legit, like, oh, I, you know, he was nice. He showed me how to do this and do that. But, of course, when little kids are in a camp with really big kids who hoop, uh, <laughs> uh, high school kids, uh, to be clear, he, you know, he's had some challenges. <laughs> he's had some uh, 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 issues because they tell him crazy things, like Noah Vonley sucks. Now, if you look at Noah Vonley's numbers, oh, there's no question he's, this is not a good basketball player. But what he is is he's a legit four, right? Jeff Green, you get two to three rebounds a night, 3.7 a game statistically, right? But that's how you know Jeff Green is not really a powerful, and we love Jeff Green. No Jeff Green slander. Jeff Green is the veteran big or the vet, locker room vet we've all been needing, even though I don't, seem to think Jeff Green is really like all that locker room vet-ish, right? He's not, doesn't give off Yoda-like vibes, like, um, uh, and, and he doesn't try to wear that either. He's, he, he, he says it, but it's not like he's sitting there going, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the locker room Yoda, you know, but what, what are we getting with Noah Vonley? We're going to get a kid who's going to rebound. He's not going to score a lot. His last stint in Denver and Minnesota, he didn't get much of a shot. Uh, but with the Knicks, the Knicks, he had his best time. Uh, he couldn't buy a free throw to, to save his life uh, the year before in Chicago, which I guess is the reason why they jettisoned him. But he improves. You know, he's, he can. he's a decent free throw shooter. Uh, he could get off a three-pointer. <laughs> he shoots them. <laughs> Doesn't shoot them necessarily well. And there's a reason why he's he's been on the sidelines. It's because he's not that dynamic of a player. But here's what he is, right? He's, he's a player that came out of college really young, 19. Uh... He seems older than what he is because he's been on so many damn teams. And, you know, uh, Chicago, Portland, Charlotte, uh, 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 the Knicks, of course, Minnesota, and Denver. 
And all those those last two stops, there there wasn't much of a chance for him to get an opportunity. They had those positions filled with 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 better players. And my whole thing with him is why not? <laughs> he fits. He's he's the right size. Again, we just had a game where where uh, uh, statistically it, it's just ugly what 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 happened to us, and it's but it's redundant. It's it's every single time, every single game that we lose. The other team gets sixty two points in the paint. We only get thirty two. They get twenty two um, offensive rebounds. We only get nine. And this showed you know why it hurts to not have Kyrie because uh, Kyrie I think he takes off and and runs fast breaks and and he's somewhat of a one man fast break. Uh, uh, when he doesn't play, uh, we, we lose out in the fast break side, even though we don't even have really good fast break finishers right now. The team is a little bit, as I've been saying, lopsided. And having a guy like Vonley, who I think in our system, in our program, which is not going to happen over in the span of from now to the playoffs, but we'll do just enough to make him better. And there's no pressure you're on the nets. You're here to just basically be a traffic cone and impede these bigs. I mean, the other night, I wouldn't call it that Joel Embiid was dominant because it didn't feel like Joel Embiid was having a dominant game. Even though in the fourth quarter, it was just like, you know, the nets were done. You know? The nets had nothing left. The 33 that, that Embiid got, he shot one for seven from, from three. Right? He just punished us uh, on the inside. And that's the ball game. We have... Like, one of the things I hate about Nets Twitter, and I know that a lot of you guys don't agree with me, but... You guys want to be the biggest cheerleaders for whoever's on our side. And that's the way, a part of me says that's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the biggest cheerleaders for the the people who represent our organization. I agree with that. But what I don't agree with is this concept that you can't say anything bad about the people, you know, we appreciate. We all appreciate Sean Marks. But it's not a lie to say Sean Marks has has signed and drafted and traded for horrible power forwards. It's clear he doesn't believe in, in having confident big men that play defense. And that is not just for this year. It's for across his entire Nets reign. And we and we're all there. We're like before it used to be an argument. Before it used to be a back and forth on Twitter. Like, yeah, we don't need those type of players. We don't play that type of ball. All. We just need, you know, floor spacers, and we're good. And then the next thing after that snapped out, and we started getting um, superstars on the team. Everyone was like, yeah, uh, Kevin Durant is going to play power forward for us. Now I think we've all kind of snapped out of that delusion. Now I think we starting to understand as a fan base, we need big players. And that's why Vonley 
Although, you know, sometimes in my brain, I, I think he's Portis, Bobby Portis. He's not. He's Noah Vonley. And he's, he's not a world beater. But we're so starving, right? We're such the guys that is hungry. It's like this one time I I I, I um was traveling uh and you know I basically was in airports, planes and airports again and again for twenty four hours. I got off that plane, I was starving. And when I got off that plane, I ate McDonald's. McDonald's for me and I'm and, and I don't knock anyone who likes it, but when I eat if I eat McDonald's, it's always out of convenience. It's always out of here's a drive through Pretend like the kids did something good to deserve it and throw it in the backseat and hope, you know, you don't kill one of the kids by feeding them it. McDonald's is not good to me. But that day, I was so hungry. And I think I, I didn't eat for much longer because I literally woke up, hadn't, didn't eat breakfast, didn't eat anything. Just ran to the ran to the uh, uh, airport, and I traveled for twenty four hours. When I got off the plane, and I had that McDonald's, right? It tasted delicious. Vonley is a slab of quarter, quarter pound of meat. Have you ever looked at? Forget quarter pound of meat's bad. Big Mac meat. It, it's skimpy. That's the way his stats look. His stats look skimpy. They don't look very, you know, delectable. Is it nice that he shoots over 500 uh, from two-point percentage? I guess. I guess when he's close, he makes it. <laughs> um, but I'm worried, man. I'm worried. Some things worry about me is just that one is not only that he's not that good, but he's played center. In recent years, he played he played backup center for Minnesota and Denver. I pray to God that's not what Sean Marks has for his a plan for Noah Vonley. Nets fans, don't be that guy that's on Twitter defending Sean Marks. Sean Marks has not delivered to you more, right? Because what we measure, if we're being objective. We don't measure our GM's success by by the players he signs, right? A lot of GMs sign really good players. You, But you have to judge this man by wins. And so far, the best that we've done is 46 wins. I don't know what we're going to do this year, how we're going to finish this year. Are we going to go on a run? Or are we going to keep going through this nonsense of losing the teams that aren't as good as, to, as us and then... I'm glad Philly smacked us because it, it it just reminded us how far we are, are and how bad of a supporting cast that we have post uh, Harden trade. The question has, will always be when you judge this this era is, did you improve on what Billy King did? Billy King got to the second round. Uh, he, he won a playoff series. They We beat Toronto with Ujiri talking shit. I still enjoy those moments. I still appreciate those moments. Even though I knew I couldn't win a championship, I I was happy to 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 be in the game. But the Nets I think I think a part of Sean Marks was like, "Yeah, I'm so smart. I'm doing the new NBA. 
the modern NBA, the neo-NBA. This is the NBA you've never seen. We're ultra small ball. We're not just trendy small ball. We're not just part-time small ball. We are the Brooklyn Nets, the cutting edge. We are small ball, micro small ball. Like, <laughs> he wanted to double down and, and almost like prove everyone wrong. And now we're at this precipice of this thing. We're still having this whack conversation. Trust me. That's why I didn't do a, a, a post game for the Sixers because what are you going to talk about? Other stuff like, like, and B needs a haircut. Like, he, I, I don't want to sit here and, and, and talk about the same thing over. And it's hard to make a podcast. It's hard to kind of address everybody and talk about this. If, if I'm gonna sit here and tell you, tell you again and again and again and again, and all of us is like, it, it just goes to show how ridiculous this situation is. Because it, it's so obvious what's wrong. And what's wrong didn't happen at the Harden trade. What's wrong happened before the Harden trade. Before you ever signed a Landry Shamit or, or figured out a way to get him on your team. And, and Landry, he's doing pretty good. He shot 7 for 17. He's getting a little out of his britches. But he let him fly. Hit a few. And we have no choice. Right? We have no choice. We got to get production from these guys. Bruce Brown, he's playing his little scrappy defense. He's doing everything that he he can. Right? But the truth about Bruce Brown, even though they list him at 6'4", with shoes on, and he must have he must have pumps on because there's no way Bruce Brown is six foot four. Bruce Brown at most is six feet. At the most, I'm 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 you see him. Him and Kyrie are looking at each other eye to eye. It's disrespectful that anybody measured him and said six foot four. I am six foot four. I'm taller than Spencer Dinwiddie when I met him in real life. So I know they're measuring the players with shoes on to kind of, you know, make you feel like, oh, the spectacle is, they're gigantic. My God, like, no. Bruce Brown is, is has to do the other things that shouldn't even, he, he should be getting a scrappy rebound and you go, oh, wow, a scrappy rebound. He has to do it for the Nets. And it's an ongoing conversation and it's boring and it's not entertaining. I want to be talking about Kyrie and how incredible he is. And did you see that crossover? And oh my God, he made... Kyrie, I'm not even mad. Manage his... Load manage him to, to death. Right? Job done if we get him to the playoff healthy. That's the most important thing. I don't mind seeing Kai disappear. Matter of fact, I almost think it's a blessing in disguise that Kevin Durant gets more rest than he wants. We want these guys fresh for the playoffs, but it when these guys don't play, the incompetence 
of Sean Marks, and I know, oh, he's gonna think, look, he got us to this position. We, what position are we at, really? We can't compete for a championship, but not with the parts that <laughs> Sean Marks put on this team. Not with what he's done with the biggest scouting department, uh, the the best surrounding tools like gyms and scientists and data analysts and whatever the hell else. We're supposed to be the NASA of the NBA. And you mean to tell me the best we could do is Timothy Luau Cabarro, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, even though he's been great, Landry Shamit, Bruce Brown, Tyler Johnson, Norvell Pell, Chris Chioza, right? And we don't know what the kid Nicholas Claxton is, but we know Iman Shumpert is trash. So I would say to you, Brooklyn Nets fans, you know, I can't tell you who to love. Love Sean Marks if you want, right? I love him in in, in certain kind of ways. I appreciate him. I think what he's done is great. But make no mistake, those superstars didn't come here for him, all right? We know them coming here for Atkinson is a lie. Atkinson got the axe. They didn't come here to play with the players that Sean Marks got. Because all of them are gone. The first chance those superstars could got to flush those players down the toilet, they did. They didn't even look and see if they if these players fit better. If it was going to be better for the basketball future of the Nets to have James Harden. They were just like, James Harden's available? Yes. Get Karras the fuck up out of here. Jared Allen, goodbye. You were supposed to be the one that was the voice of reason to make sure we did this right. That we had the assets available to be able to pull this off and right now the nets are not better than these great teams we have no pj tucker we have no clint capella we have no i i i'm i feel like a broken record we don't have those plus defenders that made those teams like the the houston rockets um uh the houston rockets that uh uh james harden failed at or the championships that that Kyrie won with Tristan Thompson and, and and Kevin Love, that KD won with DeAndre Jordan and Klay Thompson. These are elite defenders. You're not gonna tell me that the idea was for Sean Marks. Okay, we have DeAndre Jordan, we have Joe Harris. That's that's good enough defense. Luawu Cabarro. That was your plan. You can't say Spencer Dinwiddie was your plan. And he got hurt. Chris Chioza, why is he on this team? If you do, you were going to have to load manage Kyrie. And and this was the way the season was going to unfold. And now we're looking at Noah Vonley like the savior. When there was incredible guys uh, uh, that were available not just this summer, but one and two summers ago. And we blew that money on Travion Graham. David Nwaba, who I'd love to have right now, but still we would have the same problem. 
You you can't make Sean Marks a sacred cow. Sean Marks is not is is not getting edified in the annals of history for what he's done so far. Only thing he did so far was go. You know what? This is the biggest market in the world. You want to come play here and become bigger than than basketball players? Hell's yeah, we're on our way. A lot of players are gonna do that. We're this is Brooklyn, New York. I'm watching people get off buses every week to go live in a closet and pay $3,000 a month to live in Brooklyn, New York. I live here. I see it every day. My friends and and neighbors are homeowners, and they can't believe that the prices that they're charging for apartments. It's not a hard sell to, to, to say Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, y'all want to play with each other and don't have to go and live in purchase. Like the Knicks. And don't have to go and live in Tarrytown. You get to you get to have like a little fly little Brooklyn apartment. And maybe a Jersey mansion. And you switch up. That's fly shit right there. You got your little, you know. Little Dumbo loft. You're coming out the, the building with your car from the, from, from the, uh. In the elevator like Batman. It's incredible to live in Brooklyn. And you and I'm not going to give Sean Marks the credit. Having cap space doesn't give you credit. Having players gives you credit. Having keep making hits. And I love Karis. Right? But Karis isn't Siakam. Right? Karis isn't Christian Wood. Karis isn't, isn't, you know, as great as Spencer Dinwiddie is and as wonderful of a fine that he was. You know? He's not a fine like Christian Wood. Christian Wood's going to the playoffs, might go to All-Star game in the West. They're already talking about maxing him in the next contract. On a team that has uh, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Woods is the best player. <laughs> that's what we, that's what a great GM does. A great GM puts those players around, and the you mean to tell me I'm supposed to celebrate Sean Marks because he found he re-signed Iman Shumpert? Are you out your mind? We are the Brooklyn Nets. Have some standards. This is a major market. And we're not the Knicks. We're supposed to be better. And now you mean to tell me the best that your team of of, of 50 scouts and all that all that STEM programs at HSS that you're running, that the best signing that you could have come up with, knowing since summer that you were going to trade Harden, knowing since summer that you were going to trade Harden. If that's the case, if that is true, I don't believe it's true, but if that is the case, the best you could sign was Landry Shamit. 
Norvell Pell. You got Tyler Johnson taking up roster spots here. You got Jeff Green starting at forward. You got Timothy Lawawu Cabarro on your team playing 33 minutes. Nick Batum was out there. One of the Morris brothers was out there. These dudes are signing for minimums and like it's ridiculous what's happening. And you have superstars on your team. Everybody wants to come play here. And this is the most creative. We are all excited today as Brooklyn Nets fans because Noah Vonley signed. We're all excited. I'm excited. Because at least it says to me, you know what? Maybe they know they have a problem. It's not proof he knows how to fix it. And everyone keeps saying, let's just wait until the, the, the buyout. Okay. You could wait for Jesus to come back. My grandmother was waiting. I was waiting with her. And every time it got a little cloudy, I ran back to my grandma. It was like, it's possible Jesus is coming today. The clouds looking a little, you know. Never showed up. Just like this thing that we're doing with um, waiting for the buyout market. If it's Andre Drummond, fine. It fixes everything. Championship. But there's no way in hell that's happening. Because he's Andre Jordan. <laughs> I mean, oh shit, I said Andre Jordan. Deon, I, I'm, I'm off DeAndre, DeAndre Drummond now. Jesus, please help me. Sean Marks has broken me. He's broken me. I meant to say Andre Drummond. <laughs> See what happens when I'm not on the pod with you, Sam. All right. Vonley, in a nutshell, good move. Uh, 25 years old. The stats aren't pretty, right? He didn't he didn't play very much, but the last time he played 25 minutes a game, he was getting 8.4, 7.8. His 7.8 would lead the Nets in rebounds. Yes. 7.8 rebounds with the Knicks. Uh, 6.9 before in the year before with Chicago. And that's all we need. We need him to be an elite rebounder. He's not that or hasn't been that yet. But it's good. A hungry player, a player with good size, a player who knows how to play. You know, 6'10", righty. You know, he, maybe. Right? Maybe. Let's, let's hope. Right? A ninth overall pick. Uh, taken in first round by Charlotte, who just, I don't know what happened to them. They they were signing and drafting big men like, you know, big men weren't a down the dozen. Um, and he's never really had a shot shot, you know. Uh, but with the Nets, he doesn't have to be great at anything, really. Like, no, I'm lying. He has to be a great defender. We need him to rebound. We need him to be physical. He doesn't block shots. It's not part of his game. But I'll take him, man. <laughs> Norvell Pell, I want him to be good. It don't look like it. And uh, to be honest, you know, I'm looking at that, that buyout market. And it could be good. It could There could be some things. 
I don't see him now. <laughs> I don't see him now, but we're going to do a whole entire show uh, about the buyout market and, and what's possible. Uh, but Noah Vonley. Noah Vonley, let's... let's... You like it. You like Noah Vonley. New York City's... I hope that there's a... Uh, a championship in our future. But if there's not... No, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm at Eve Darboos. I will be on Twitter uh, talking that basketball-ish. And Sam should be back for tomorrow's game. And we will be covering that. We are the front office podcast. Uh, I, I guess like and subscribe and all of the, the type of things there that don't matter to me. Let's keep talking ball, New York City. And let's keep Nets fans championship only. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.